0: Hello, this is a podcast for the sermon at St. Mary's Church in Richmond for the 13th of December, the third Sunday in Advent. My name is Scott. May these words be pleasing. Amen. At the start of this month of December, there was in our calendar a day commemorating Charles de Foucault who died in 1916. Uh, No, I hadn't heard of him either. He was also known as the Hermit of the Sahara. The Hermit of the Sahara. Now, that's a pretty tough gig, isn't it? Not the Holy Man of Harrogate or the Soul Healer of Surbiton. No, this is the Hermit of the Sahara. Here are sections of his citation. Born in 1858, he led a dissipated life as a young officer in the cavalry, serving in Morocco. He developed a passion for North Africa, returning also to his Catholic faith, went on pilgrimage to the Holy Land and became a Trappist monk. And as if that wasn't severe enough, he was then ordained and became a hermit in Algeria, uh, becoming loved for his care and concern for local tribes people. He composed rules for potential brothers and sisters based on his desire for an increasingly austere way of living as the hermit of the Sahara. The citation ends, none ever actually joined him. So sad. Today, on this third Sunday of Advent, we light candle three on our Advent wreath. Uh, Today's candle commemorating John the Baptist. And he too worked in desert-like lands, but unlike Charles, John did have followers and they were attracted by his simple message of repent, get ready, and be made clean. Be cleansed in the waters of the River Jordan. Be washed by John the Baptizer. Last week, Martin preached about all the prophets. Uh, our second candle commemorates the voice of all the prophets, whose work it is to shine a light on the divine purpose a direction a pattern a destination alternatively yeah. and the alternative is that we in the world can grope around in darkness leaving things to chance finding patterns when in fact there are none Martin mentioned last week the the, the lottery a game of chance played in many countries yesterday in our national lottery. The winning numbers were 13, 38, 39, 49, 53 and 56. But two weeks ago in South Africa, in their lottery, the six balls were 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 and, you guessed it, 10. Although our instinct screams that there is something going on here. But the reality is these numbers are as likely as our own random numbers last night. The prophets are different. Our prophets, uh, they point to the divine purpose, a sign that there is more, much more going on. The prophets point us towards the divine purpose of our living God and away from the random, meaningless chaos of darkness in this season of darkness. John the Baptist points literally to the divine, living God and away from a dry wilderness that is living without God. Who was John? His mother, Elizabeth, was a relative of Mary, and therefore John was a relative of Jesus. It is likely that Jesus was a carpenter, as his father, Joseph, was a carpenter. Uh, We do not know what John did as he grew up. We are not told what his father, uh, his father, Zechariah, did. Uh, Probably not a speech therapist. Who did John think he was, as he gathered a following in and around the waters of the Jordan? This is the question uh, from the people sent from Jerusalem. Who do you think you are? Did he understand his message in the way that we understand his message through our four Gospels, the good news story of the life, the death and rebirth of Jesus? He does know, as he points to Jesus, that he shows the way to someone far greater, far more important than himself. The light of Christ is far, far greater than that small light of John. But does he fully understand what Jesus is, what Jesus means? How can he, and how can we fully understand what John is pointing to in this Advent, the divine made flesh, trusting us, trusting us with his presence, his message, his light. I wonder if uh, we could pause and think on this idea of trust. It was the key word, the key idea in this, the third week the deanery advent course uh, running on thursdays god trusts us god trusts us to share in the advent lights uh, on an advent wreath of the patriarchs the prophets john mary and even the christmas light of jesus god trusts you not to bury his light in the ground where it remains unseen, but to invest his light in our lives and in our world so that it generates interest. In Thursday's notes was a Dutch proverb uh, which goes like this, Trust arrives on foot but leaves on horseback. I was grateful to have this explained to me on Thursday. It takes a lot of time and patience to establish and build up trust, but it can be lost very quickly. Through a careless act or word or damaging action, trust arrives on foot, but leaves on horseback. It would be painful uh, this morning to recount those times I have abused the trust of others or indeed to acknowledge that even our church has lost the trust of many, painful and obvious. I think, though, we have enough darkness and gloom to contend with. So easier instead, if I may, uh, to share with you how I have more than stretched the trust of some of our first years at school this week. I visited a tutor group and watched the tutor go through the notices and presentations for the morning. Throughout all of this, a small girl had her hand hand up, unseen by her tutor. Eventually, the notices finished, and the tutor noticed that uh, the hand of the young girl was still up. Uh, Yes? Please, miss, can I ask sir a question? It's very polite. Of course. Sir, she uh, said... Are you the famous actor from the film Home Alone 2? Now, for the benefit of those who have not seen this cultural classic, I've included uh, a picture on the text on the the website, or simply Google uh, Home Alone 2 hotel manager. Um, You'll see an actor, uh, a.k.a. Tim Curry. Hence the question, uh, sir, are you the famous actor from the film Home Alone 2? Why, yes, I said, I am. Thank you. Thank you for remembering that film. We had great fun making it. All the first years in that class believed and were amazed. Uh, as was, uh, I confess, the tutor. I apologise to her the next day, and I hope trust is restored. But let's return to John the Baptist, he was trusted to proclaim the coming of Jesus, we may wonder who he thought he was. We may wonder who he thought Jesus was. We may, in turn, wonder when Jesus fully realised that he was different, but not just different. He was a prophet, but not just a prophet, but he was the Son of God, the Messiah, the Christ. And finally... Who do we think we are? Who would we like to be? I'm not sure I can recommend following the hermit of the Sahara, whereas aspiring to be something like the righteous of Richmond would sound uh, far too pompous. We may in fact have a very low opinion of ourselves and what we are and what we are to be. But, says Paul, rejoice. Rejoice in the will of God and hold on to that which is good. God trusts you. God trusts you to hold on to that which is good and to share that which is good. God trusts you to share in the Advent lights of the patriarchs, the prophets, John, Mary, and even the Christmas light of Jesus. God trusts trusts you not to bury his light in the ground where it remains unseen but to invest his light in our lives and in our world so that it generates interest god trusts you amen